data-driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing? I'm Emma. I've dabbled in all marketing channels in my career. And my passion? Providing my team with the tools to be the superstars. So, I'm making a podcast to share everything I've learned along the way, from my bachelor's internships to early career in marketing to becoming head of international marketing by age 29. Plus, everything I wish my 20-year-old self had known. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, get your snacks ready to go, and let's do this. Hello, welcome back to another episode. Now this episode is all about LinkedIn. It is not about LinkedIn ads though, so if you want to learn about LinkedIn ads, I've done an episode 36, which is called Facebook and Instagram ads versus LinkedIn ads, what's good and what's not so good. I also very recommend if you're really interested in LinkedIn ads to search LinkedIn ad show by AJ Wilcox. He is really, really knowledgeable in LinkedIn ads themselves and goes into loads of details. So go and check him out if you want to learn more about LinkedIn ads. Now, today's episode is, as I said, about LinkedIn, but it's much more about the organic side of LinkedIn and personal brand and how you can make the most of the platform just with a couple, maybe I think about 15 or so things to take you through if one of your aims is to grow your personal brand. Now, LinkedIn is a great place for this. It's a professional network, but it is different to other platforms. The biggest difference is that people don't spend time on LinkedIn like they spend time on Instagram and Facebook. And last time that there was stats that I read about this, it was like people were spending an hour a week on LinkedIn versus, you know, people spend over an hour on TikTok a day, 45 minutes on Instagram. Now, those stats are a couple of years old, but you kind of get the message that it is very, very different. I mean, people don't sit there and stay on LinkedIn to be entertained necessarily. It is much more about your networking, who's there in the business. Maybe you're looking for a new job. Maybe you're looking for people that inspire you in your field, in your niche. Maybe you're looking for pieces of thought leadership to be shared. Maybe you're looking for white papers to download. There's various reasons why you might be hanging out on LinkedIn. But if If you get LinkedIn right, there is so much that you can do on it. Now, I don't use LinkedIn enough on my personal, uh, to grow my personal brand. I have 1,367 followers right this second as I'm speaking to you. And I definitely know that there's more things that I could do if one of my big, big aims was to grow my LinkedIn network. It's not necessarily one of my really big aims, but I definitely think, especially now, it's becoming even more prevalent to grow your brand. So I'm going to take you through my best tips and tricks, which I've taught to other people to help them grow their LinkedIn. Let's start from the beginning. Now do this with me, everybody. Okay, so and I heard this tip from oh, what's it called? I heard it from Marketing Meetup and they did a session on on LinkedIn in general and one of the women on there, I don't remember her name, but she gave this really good tip. Um, So I highly recommend going to the Marketing Meetup platform and looking at the LinkedIn session. But this one tip I really wanna share with you. So everybody do this with me. Go to your LinkedIn, the app on your phone, click in the top left-hand corner and your, it'll be like your little person. Then click view profile, so you're on your profile. Now click your profile picture, okay? Then it says view or edit your profile picture, so click that. 
And then at the bottom left-hand corner, there's like an I. Now, you click on that and it should say anybody. Not your network, not first-degree connections only, or, or you could say all LinkedIn members. Either one, all LinkedIn members or anyone. Now, those two ones are what you want because if you're connecting with people and you're not showing you as a person, then it's gonna really have a detrimental effect on people accepting your connection because you're not a real person to them. You're just a blue box. So really, this makes a huge, huge difference in terms of connectivity, making sure that you you are shown as a real person. So just, it's a really quick, very quick tip that you can do right now. And there's so many people that think that they have it on, but actually they're person might be private so go and check that right now pause this podcast unless you're driving of course to make sure that you've done that okay so the next tip is to make sure that your headline and your page are optimized and my page is optimized so I'm going to take you through my page really quickly so I have my name then under that I have my title and I have my two titles so I have my head of marketing at where I work and then I have my podcast host of marketing nuggets because this is equally really really passionate to me and it's who I am as a brand so I've got both of those on there then I've got my education and where I studied then if you scroll down I can see my analytics but you guys can't see that now it says creator mode now creator mode is really really good in terms of helping to get access to creator tools but also showcase the content of your profile so mine is on so if I click on that it then says topics you select will be displayed on your profile to show potential followers what you post the most about so mine would be marketing podcasting marketing strategies marketing manager etc you get the memo so people that will go on that and then they'll see that that's what I post them out and then if they resonate most with me then on those topics then they will be able to see me so if I click back I'm literally doing this with you guys so then you can add your featured now your featured is really really good because this basically shows what your most featured ones are but also what you want people to know so if you do post a lot then you can you can feature your featured ones so mine is about my podcast and when I launched my podcast I had a nice photo of the podcast mic a glass of wine and the editor so I added that there then if I scroll down I've got my about section which is very very simple mine simply says head of marketing where we're changing the rules on b2b marketing host of marketing nuggets podcast always in your corner and always packs the snacks now people make this a lot more extensive it depends if you're job searching or if you are looking for work directly from LinkedIn which I'm not that's why mine is just very generic but that is a really really good section so make sure that you take the time to do it now experience so all of my experiences there and I've just put a like a paragraph or so I wrote these at the time when I was doing the jobs so I have all 12 experiences right from let's scroll down and see what my very first one was assistant to marketing manager when it was 2012 that was my first role so these are definitely things I've written as I've gone along and on mine I've sort of gone from making it very CV led at the beginning to then just sort of summarizing the jobs as I've got older 
I need to go and summarise this for my last job. Actually, I've not done it. So this is a good, this is a good time to be looking and analysing my profile. But really, the, the main key things here are that you've got your headline right, your featured section, you've got your profile picture turned on, and you've got a good about section. So if people come and browse your profile, they'll be able to get a good sense of who you as a professional are and where you are really focusing your time. Also, very helpful, make sure you try and edit your URL. So you can change your URL to be something that's really easy to copy. I recommend this if you are looking for a job or you are giving your LinkedIn to a lot of networks. So I changed mine years ago and it's now Emma versus it being something that was like LinkedIn, blah, 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 blah. blah. So I, yeah, I recommend that you make sure you just change your URL. It says in the right hand corner, edit public profile and URL. So if you click on that, then you can make sure that you got everything like what you're showing and what you're not showing to public or LinkedIn members, etc. So mine is I'm showing everything to LinkedIn members, which includes honors and awards, background photo, headline summary, etc. So People can see all of that and I've added my awards from back in the day, which I've definitely forgotten about. So do go and add those types of things as they happen, especially if you're really young in your career. Just if you edit your CV, go and edit your LinkedIn profile at the same time because as I said, I've got 12 experiences on there. I can't remember half of what I used to do. So it's a really, really good habit to get into To As you update your CV, go and update your LinkedIn Now, I'm sorry, you can hear me clicking in the background. I'm literally clicking on my LinkedIn as I do this because as I've told you guys before, I am a terrible preparation for podcast (laughs) recording. I literally write down the topic and write down a couple of bullet points and then we just sort of wing it and see what happens. So next up is, now this is a really key one and it's something that I don't even do all of the time because sometimes it is much easier to do this, but if you can, do not share. Now, sharing a post is the easiest thing to do but LinkedIn algorithm seems to really not like it and my posts don't do the best if I've shared it and I I know that they're not going to do well sometimes when I share them but that's okay because I want to share what's going on and I know that my immediate network's going to see it. If it's something that I really feel passionate about and I want a lot of eyeballs to see it do not share the post. This one actually, I think, just from my personal experience living from a LinkedIn perspective, from looking after brands, LinkedIn's and my own LinkedIn and just being on the platform literally every day now, I see what posts do well and it's never a shared post. It's always an organic post. So if you are trying to encourage people to share some company content or if you yourself are really passionate about something that somebody else has said, I really recommend you instead of sharing it to create your own post. Of course, go and tag the person that has done the original post or if it's something that you want to put in your own words, but really just taking that extra time really simply to make your own organic post will make such a difference. Now, another one that I've seen a lot of people do this really, really well is write in a conversation starter sort of way. And somebody that does this very, very well is, I'm going to remember her name, if I go to Pretty Little Marketer. So she does this excellently. She always starts conversations. She has a huge following on LinkedIn. 
and what's, she has 85,000 followers on LinkedIn. And what she does really, really well is she sort of encourages people to comment. Like I've just clicked on the first one. It literally says questions, pop them below. See you there. So she definitely really is really, really good at starting a conversation. So this could be something that is something really small, like literally encouraging people to comment by literally saying comment below but it could be something more subtle it could be something like you say something that's quite clear opinion on something that will make people want to comment because they are passionate about it other things that would help to start create a conversation is sharing something that makes people that's funny so memes are really really good but that just depends on what you're trying to do as grow your brand. If you're somebody a bit more serious and that's not going to probably be for you. But there is definitely things that you can write and how you write it. Now, in the same breath of writing something to encourage people to start a conversation, make sure you're writing your content as you would. So try not to structure your posts as if you're writing something for a company where you might need to be more corporate and use it in much more different sentences. I try and write how I talk and how I speak so if I do ever post on LinkedIn I try and do it quite quickly obviously I check for grammar etc but I don't really try and overthink it because I want it to be like my personality shining through and in the same breadth of this whatever you are writing about try and sprinkle a bit of your personality within the copy so for me my personality is very emoji heavy I love an emoji so generally speaking my posts will have a, um, emojis and I actually have to go through and delete emojis usually because I get too emoji crazy but just adding that little sprinkle of your personality can really help people resonate and relate to you and don't be afraid just because it's a business style or networking platform that means that you can't be you on the platform because at the end of the day people want your content for you and if you aren't going to stand out from anybody else the best way that you can stand out is from making it your own experience your own words your own tone of voice because you do have your own tone of voice even if you are not a copywriter okay so the next one to get more organic eyeballs is two really key things that you can do which is tag people and companies now unlike other social media platforms if you tag somebody on linkedin it's automatically going to show up in that person's followers feeds which is probably i think one of the last social media platforms to actually still have this because used to be able, used to do it on facebook but I don't know if it does still on Facebook. Facebook is archaic now. So I don't spend too much time on organic Facebook. In fact, I saw a thing that said, if you weren't, if I wasn't in marketing, I would delete a Facebook. I am totally that person. But yeah, so that's why tagging people can just quickly get it to an even higher organic reach. And in the same vein, tag companies when it's relevant, that allows them to see it. If they want to engage with it, interact with it, then that's going to give a huge reach because they're going to um, have more eyeballs on it. So just by quickly tagging people, especially if it's something like, so a good example for when I tag people is I'm obviously working in marketing. So everything that I do is a huge team effort. And I always like to call people out and praise them and give them that public acknowledgement of the work that they've done so I always tag the people that I've worked with so this helps not only give them the recognition but it helps just get some more organic eyes on the post itself so obviously don't tag people or companies if it doesn't make sense but where you can you can really streamline these into your posts okay the next one and this is something that is a bad habit if you're a marketer and you do social media for brands 
you're always thinking, okay, I need to lead them back to the website. I need a conversion. I need to take, encourage them to take an action. You don't always have to post a post with a link. Let me say that again. And if you're doing something else, come back to me because this is very important. You don't have to post a post with a link. I could probably say that in a better way, couldn't I? But you don't always have to be encouraging them to go and read something, to go and buy something, to go onto your website. Because that in itself is asking a lot of somebody because they're on a social media. Remember, it's an interruption-based platform. They might not necessarily want to go and click off your platform. Now, I have no stats on whether adding a link is better or worse from the LinkedIn algorithm. I would hazard a guess though that it is actually better to not have a link because... LinkedIn wants you to stay on their platform. And that is just the pure logic that I'm going with. And that is my theory. And also sometimes it doesn't make sense. You might not want to send somebody off for a link because you might not be sending them to a business or a page or something to buy something. You might just be sharing a picture of you and your dog on a Monday morning, trying to be productive and showing your to-do list. There isn't an organic link that would go with that. And don't think, oh, well, I can't post it then because I don't have a link. That is the marketer ingrained in us. And it's fine to post without a link. In fact, I encourage it. Okay, so this is a slightly new thing that LinkedIn is learning from Instagram and TikTok. And that is the fact that it's changed its preference in terms of images and videos and how they are displayed. Now, what I mean by this is you've always had to tailor your images on LinkedIn slightly differently to if you are putting them, say, on Instagram stories where you're going for the vertical image. But it's learning that even more people are now consuming LinkedIn on mobile versus desktop. And I don't know the stats, but I presume that LinkedIn has a far more higher desktop view rate than in mobile, which makes sense, right? People are at work, they're on their desktop. I mean, I have LinkedIn open every day on my desktop at work. And I presume that is the case for every single B2B marketer. And then every single person in B2B, I bet at one stage during their week, they look at LinkedIn on their desktop. But of course, people are going much more towards mobile and iPads. And LinkedIn has come out and said, actually, better performing posts work for portraits. So I reached out to LinkedIn to get you guys the exact dims that you need to make sure that you are doing your LinkedIn optimal. So the minimum that you can do for a vertical image is 360 times 640 pixels. And the maximum is 2340 times 4320. So so 4320 pixels. I really encourage showing images where it's relevant. Again, if it's more personal post, if it's something where an image really flows naturally, then do include an image. I don't think it's the be and all and end all, but I do think having a nice mix of photos, sometimes no link, is a really nice mix up. The next one is go back and engage with comments on your post. Now, this really helps because if you were going to engage with your post, the algorithm bumps it. This is again, just from my learnings. The algorithm then bumps it up and shows it to more eyeballs. So make sure that you are going back and commenting. If people have reacted to you, go and comment, write something meaningful. Don't just write an emoji. If you're really trying to get the organic reach, if you're not trying to get the organic reach and you just want to write an emoji, write an emoji, but go and comment something meaningful and reply to people that have written in your comments. 
in the same breath of that, if you are trying to put your personal brand out there, there is another way that you can use LinkedIn. That means you don't have to keep posting. And that is very similar to other social networks. That is go and find people that are in your niche that are posting about your things. So this is marketing in in my case and comment meaningful things in their comments. Because one, this tells LinkedIn what you're interested in in terms of who your kinds of niches are. But also it then gives you that platform where your audience is already hanging out because they've got a higher audience than you potentially. And those audience that are interested in what that conversation is about are going to see your comment. They're probably going to find it helpful if you've written something meaningful. And then they're going to click on your profile and then they're going to be exposed to you and you'll have set your profile up to be on point. And then they can scroll down to your featured section and see what you have been posting. So that is a really good way to get your name out there. And it's a really good starting point if you really don't want to start to create your own posts. That is a really nice foot in the door to get yourself used to talking on LinkedIn, to getting yourself your name out there. And the LinkedIn, LinkedIn loves conversations. It really does reward you for that. So get out there and do it. Two more things to tell you. So in the same vein is the first three hours, one to three hours of LinkedIn when you post are crucial for getting that real kick in eyeballs and getting that real organic push from LinkedIn. So don't post and ghost, which is a classic Jenna Kutcher comment. And it basically means don't just post and then literally go away and leave it post and then come back to it after 10 20 minutes if people have ever been engaging comment back to them really just try and get that going from the get-go if you have friends or anybody that's in your network that might resonate with their post you know don't feel for, like I've literally told my friends a couple of times I've just posted on LinkedIn please can you go and like it don't be ashamed to do that it really does help that first sort of hour to really click to really kick it up and show LinkedIn that your post is valuable. If after about three hours, you've not had too much engagement, you're not gonna get to the the next level of eyeballs. So just really bear that in mind. Videos, like natural videos of you talking are gonna do really, really well. So if you do want bigger reach, I really encourage you to do some talking to camera to try and get through that like initial push. Okay, and the final one is, if you don't have time, or if you're recommending to somebody, hey, you want to push your personal brand, go and do an organic post, but they're like, I don't have time, I'm just going to share it. Going back to my first point about not sharing a post, but in fact, making your own post, if they don't have time, if you don't have time, do you know what goes a long way? A like, or a interacting with a post, because that then gives that post more more exposure. So this tip is basically really geared towards if you are in marketing in a company and you're trying to encourage people to interact and you or you're trying to tell somebody, look, we really want this brand's content to to do really well, instead of them making their own organic post, if they just simply go and like it, that's going to tell LinkedIn again, it's going to give it a little bit more social proof, tick, and send it to more people. So if people don't have time, and if you're trying to encourage them to do stuff on LinkedIn with their personal brand or a company brand, a simple like can go a long way with the algorithm as it is at the moment. So don't be discouraged. That is baby steps that you can do from going from 
all the way from liking something to commenting on other people's posts to optimizing your profile and then make sure that you comment meaningfully and you have your fit photos vertical what else have I gone through sprinkle your personality in your posts yes it's a business network so you might not want to be as chilled or as informal as you might be on Instagram or TikTok but it's still a social network so still add that social element to it I think that is everything. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've forgotten. There probably is. Now, look, this is everything that I have experienced from leading brand pages to being in LinkedIn to learning about LinkedIn because I've had to because if you're a B2B marketer, you know that LinkedIn is your number one social media platform. So the more you know about LinkedIn and how it works and how the algorithm rewards you or doesn't reward you can really just help not only grow your personal brand, but help you with brand pages as well. It's very similar. All of these tips pretty much can all be applied to a brand page. Now, I definitely think that LinkedIn prefers to give eyeballs to people's pages over brand pages I've only really seen a couple of brand pages go viral and do you know who's very good at making company pages go viral is Innocent Smoothie so I recommend going there they have the sort of sprinkling of personality down to a T on this platform they do it really really well but generally speaking and you know I'm just going through my LinkedIn feed now generally speaking see this is someone's brand page that is on my feed but then one of my connections has liked it and therefore now I'm seeing the brand's page because one of my connections has liked it so do you see that it it does work slightly different to other platforms but generally speaking it's not brands that are on my home feed it's generally people on my home feed so if you are in a brand, there's definitely room for you to have your own personal brand on LinkedIn as well. You don't just have to focus on the brand page. You might find that you have more success from it being from a person. Oh, another one that does a good job of this actually is Gymshark. They do a lot of like behind the scenes stuff, a lot of inspirational stuff, a lot of funny stuff. They have a really, really good balance of their content. They have a huge following though. They have 189,000 followers on LinkedIn, but I would recommend going to Gymshark and Innocent Smoothie if you want to get a bit of inspo from brand pages. And then if you want to get some from people, I would recommend Pretty Little Marketer, which is somebody called Sophie. That's just somebody that I've seen pop up in my newsfeed a lot. And actually she popped up in my newsfeed because other marketers were interacting with her so you see how I've seen her page because of other people in my niche interacting with her so it does work very very different to other platforms so I hope this helped this was a long podcast for LinkedIn wasn't it this one I think might be my last one before I have a little break because it's my birthday and going on holiday and I'm very nearly finished with my course creation If you want to test out my course, it's going to be on how to make a marketing plan. Please head over to my Instagram, which is Marketing Nuggets, and drop me a DM. And yeah, I think there might be one more episode actually until I go on holiday. So then we're going to have a bit of a break before season three. So thank you for your time. I will chat to you soon. I am, of course, your biggest cheerleader as always. And Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to my Marketing Nuggets podcast. I've been your host, Emma, and I will catch you next time. Bye for now.